Welcome to Geeks Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we are so excited that you're here tonight. We have a fantastic show lined up for you. It's one of our best. Like this is going to be not just the most recent, but also one of the best, I think. It's because I brought toys. Oh, is that why it is? I mean, you want to talk about your toys really quickly? Well, you can do the plug first and then I can talk about. Oh, you want me to do the plug? Yeah, do the plug. Um, If you're going on a Disney trip anytime soon, we please... Or we would please ask you to use Mouseways Travel. They are travel partners. And when you use them, they're going to make your life easier. So you can focus on the magic while they focus on the details. You'll also be supporting Dab's Magic and Geek's Corner. So everybody wins. It's a no charge service. There's no extra fees. None of that. And uh, everybody wins. So I love it. How is that? That's great. Okay. What should people do? Go to geekscorner.live and go in the little chat box. Yep. And uh, say things. And you might see comments put up on the screen, potentially. And uh, we should make a note, our good friend Angela, it is her birthday today. So happy birthday, Angela. We're glad you could join us. I believe you're actually from Disneyland as well. As is our special guest tonight, we have our good friend Clocky from Sent from Disneyland, who will be on the show very shortly, live from Disneyland. Um, and we're not going to do it for 24 hours. We're, we're happy to say you that. You could say but, that his stream was sent from Disneyland. But uh, this, that... <laughs> That is true. Very good. Um, well played. You know what I love is we can see him <laughs> as, we're, as we're talking. This is like a new way to do Geeks Corner is you can see the people watching you without them being in the audience. room. Yeah, that's... I like it. I do too. That's, that's fun. Hey, wild. can we recruit people to be our virtual audience? Right? Uh, it's like when we used to have people in the room. Uh, one other thing though we should talk about is over the weekend when we saw Clocky at Disneyland, before uh-huh. we went to, to Disneyland, we actually went to the Heritage Museum uh-huh. of Orange County and uh, we got to see a project that our good friend um, I almost said Carter Sauce but that's I mean that's Carter not. Sauce Sam Sam, Sam Carter. Carter but you know what you get stuck with the names anyway Mr. Daps yes but our good friend Sam Carter has a new endeavor called Party Art Signs that we stopped by and saw very quickly the other day and uh, what he does is he makes these really cool signs and we'll show the one we have in just a minute um but he made all of these designed them and here they are at the heritage museum um but they're they're kind of you could say disney inspired maybe a little bit might recognize some domain public domain that might have a little bit of magic to them or a little bit of halloween or a little bit of both um But uh, very cool stuff that he is doing. There we are with my Daps Magic sign that he made and gave me. Bless you. Thank you. And and you can also see that sign right behind us, right here. That's magic. Thank you, Sam. And uh, make sure to go to PartyArtSigns.com or find him on social media at PartyArtSigns. And if you know anybody who needs one of these things, this is where to get it. It's true. All right. Moving right along. So... Moving right along to... Oh, yeah. Talk about this. I'm <laughs> Thank sorry. Thank you. I've been waiting for my opportunity, and Please I was do. not given... So, um, today, I decided to retry my uh, quest for uh, Disney McDonald's toys. Mm-hmm. And as you may know, we've not had a lot of luck with that. Um, I don't know if your your last meltdown was on camera or not, but there there was a very intense... No, it was. You threw the Happy Meal box on Geeks. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I like that. Uh, so... We got, we succeeded this time. Um, we both got the same toy though. So we, we both got Lady from Lady and the Tramp. So uh, one out of 50, not bad. It's a it's a Magic Kingdom background. We have 49 more to go. 
Cinderella castle. I'm sorry, I heard noises and I thought that the world was. I was just moving my imploding. feet. Imploding. I was scared that the um, whole set was going to come. Oh, okay, there you go. Um, so that was a thing. Uh, but I came home with my Happy Meal toys, and my parents were like, "Oh, great, we have raised a 24 year old child that just bought herself." But a were Happy you Meal. happy? I was very happy. There you go. Um, so yes, my parents were very, very proud. And they actually said, that's super funny. Guess what we found while we were cleaning the garage today. And they found this fantasy land. Notice the difference in quality of happy. I know. Toys. I was like, listen, <laughs> this I would beautiful glass from 1989. Yeah. It's a fantasy land, Disneyland glass. It has a whole description on the back. Um, this is apparently my grandmother's, uh, it was in her, um, like a, a box of like her her glasses and things which is very cool yeah so i just wanted to brag about it because it's very very fun these this is coming home with me after because it's very precious but uh it's a very fun little thing there's matterhorn there's the skyway there's maybe um we'll take some pictures of it and put it on the geekstagrams mayhaps insta story mayhaps we will do that after the show yes. um all right so moving right into the week of geek we're not even going to put the graphic up but today we learned about disney plus day which will take place on the second anniversary of disney plus which is november 12th if you didn't know and on that day shang chi and the legend of the ten rings will be available on disney plus as huh? will jingle jingle cruise oh, wish it was jingle what cruise could have been? Jungle Cruise. I wonder if there's a postcard for Jingle Cruise. That would be pretty cool. Um, Home Sweet Home Alone will be there. There will be a uh, a thing that's focused on the backstory of Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, there will also be uh, uh, Olaf Presents, which is Olaf talking about Disney shorts or explaining Disney shorts as he's which done. I, I love. And I think that's going to be hilarious. Um, there's going to be some shorts that were released or, or created already, like Feast, Paper Man, um, Get a Horse, that will be arriving as well. Second season of The World According to Jeff Goldblum is coming, which is definitely a, a win. And um, some other stuff. Uh, what do you, a Luca short. A Luca short. Skipped I almost skipped that. it. Well, I can't really read that, that screen. It's okay. so. I was just excited about um, it. And I think that's going to be great, too. What is the thing you're most looking forward to? Um, I'm really looking forward to Shang-Chi being on Disney Plus for everybody. And getting Maybe, to watch it again. Yeah, because I'm super stoked to rewatch it. Um, I am curious how, knowing now that it's November 12th, that that's arriving on Disney Plus, how that will impact the box office results between now and Disney, or Disney 12th, on Disney Plus Day. Disney 12th? It's a national Disney holiday! 12th. That's what it's actually called, is Disney November 12th. has been renamed Disney Yes, um, um, but I'm curious to see if that has any impact on on things. Has and maybe this is me being ignorant. Has it been announced when Black Widow is becoming public for streaming? I don't remember. I feel okay. like it might have been, but I, I, I don't 100 percent know. Um, anyway, we're looking forward to Disney Plus Day. Apparently, there's going to be news, trailers, and all sorts of other things coming out, and a blue carpet. Mark your calendars. It's not a bank holiday yet, but it will be. They're working on it. Right. Uh, all right. Moving right along. The other big thing we thought we'd cover this week is Space 220 is now opened at Epcot. And we have reservations on October 1st. We will be flying to space. I was like, we won't to... tell you when. Don't come find us. Oh, too late. Um, well, we'll be flying to space to eat a... I mean, we still have gravity, so it'll be fine. Do you think I could pass for under 12? Because I want the trading cards and the rocket. Maybe you zipper. can just buy them. Um, no, they said you have to be a child. Oh, do you well think then I'm... you might be out of luck. No, I don't. I don't know. I look ten. Okay, 
but uh, so this is open. We're excited for it. I think it's going to be great. Actually, I think it might be one of the coolest things we get to do while mm-hmm. we're in Florida. And that will be um, very awesome. And uh, I just really, really like getting to experience Disney things when they're new. Yeah. Um, because it's shiny and it's wonderful. Everything works and all of the intended effects are there. Like, um, I think specifically, like I think about Indiana Jones adventure a lot and the effects that didn't exist past the first month or two. Um, so it's just really cool to get to see Disney things when they open. Totally, so, totally. I'm very agreed. excited. And you get to go to space. I mean, and who I get to go, want to go to space, and I get to eat. Um, I think astronaut ice cream is what they're serving. And there. you're going to get to see all of the different connections to other properties that happen, in like space the lightsabers and, and an X-wing and all of that fun stuff. So that will be very cool, and uh, we'll let you know how that goes. And I'm sure we'll have video up on this YouTube channel that you will not want to miss. So if you haven't done it yet, subscribe and follow Mr. Dapp's Instagram now because he will be insta storing our meals. Yeah, I usually do, don't I? You do. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> no, I was, All right. I just figured I'd plug you. Okay. Plug. Well, let's move right along into the main event of the evening that we're actually really excited about. More excited about than Space U20. We're more excited wow. about this than Disney Plus Day. Whoa! I was talking to my good friend Clocky the other day, and we realized we've been friends for around nine-ish years, and he can give me a thumbs up or thumbs down uh, as I'm watching him. Uh, Thumbs up. Good. So we've been friends for about nine-ish years, and Clocky has, I think, one of the most fascinating hobbies, (laughs) and it's all built around postcards and maps yeah and he's taken this hobby and he's made it into a uh, a podcast mm-hmm. called sent from disneyland it also is a fantastic instagram uh handle so you should go check that out as well but uh, we are going to invite our good friend clocky straight from disneyland to hop on our stream and we are going to welcome you now hey clocky Yay! how are you i'm doing all right it is i would hope so you're in disneyland oh yeah it's cooling down, which is great. Just hanging out at Toontown Depot. Why not? But, yeah, why not, right? Oh. Exactly. And, and that's ironic because just the other night, we were looking at maps from days gone by um, as to where different things in that region of the park were uh, five or ten years ago versus where they are today. Mm-hmm. And um, so... Let's get right into what you do, Clocky, because you do a lot of really cool things. But let's go into the origin story of how you you created Scent from Disneyland. Okay. So one morning in my apartment, I was watching TV, like you do on a Saturday morning. Absolutely. I was watching watching one of those regular news stations of, of like, oh, this is what's going on in Sacramento. And they said, oh, right now at the the Shriners Hall or the Scottish Rite Temple, there is a vintage paper fair. And I said, vintage paper fair? Why not? So I went down to see what it was and started buying relatively cheap Disney postcards, Disney maps, Disney photos, whatever was ephemeral, buying Disney tickets, just buying what was there, maybe spend a hundred bucks. And then I started going to these paper fairs on a regular basis. What year was this? Sometime before 2008. Okay. And so I just started collecting, 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 collecting. And then I just had all this stuff. And the nice thing, so as great as the McDonald toys are, as amazing as that glass is, (laughs) the the best thing about vintage paper is it stores flat. That's true. That is true. Right? 
I could have a hundred of those glasses. I could have 50 of those McDonald's toys and 50 postcards. The postcards are going to be in a smaller section. So I started saving them up and then I wanted to do something with them. So I started showing them on my, at the real clocky Instagram, I would do photo and photo in the parks with some of the old photos. I, I had the tickets just because I like collecting things and having those were great. And then a friend of mine started a podcast and then stopped working just podcasting. Not that that's what I'm trying to do, but I said, Oh, you know what? Right. What if I, and a friend of my, another friend of mine brought this up. Why don't I breathe life back into these old postcards? So I started researching the backgrounds of each postcard, looking at the back, reading what was on the back, and then took that a step further to making a, a short, usually less than 15 minutes, usually less than 10 minutes podcast about two postcards that were sent from Disneyland from 1955 is my oldest. I have one that was sent about a month after the park opened. Wow. And then I would say to the present, but no one, I, I, this guy, this guy is the only guy that sends postcards. So realistically up into the eighties, I have a lot of postcards, the nineties, a few, the two thousands, a couple, uh, but I'm, I keep my eyes open and, you know, go to vintage paper fairs and pick up what I can, what I can buy. And you, you pick them up from all over the place too. It's not yeah. like you just get them locally. Right. So I travel, I live up in Sacramento. So I travel to San Francisco to the Vintage Paper Fair. They do those three times a year. Uh, they used to do one also in a couple of the other towns around San Francisco. When I travel for work, I've picked them up from antique shops in Michigan, Washington, D.C. I picked them up from Utah, from Oregon, anywhere I am, I'll, I'll go to a I'll go to a vintage store. I'll go to an antique store and I'll, I'll search their postcards and see what they got. And I just rated your, your Instagram this afternoon and, and found a couple of them, but like, there's some gorgeous pictures that you've collected oh. through the years. And, and these were just recent ones that you've posted that I thought were absolutely amazing. Like, I love them. I actually, we look up here across from us on the left in the studio. I think there's like 13 or 14 of that you've sent us um, from the parks through the years. And, and it's amazing. Like you've got a black and white sleeping beauty castle from back in the day. I don't know which year And the Disneyland mailbox. One is always classic. And, um, and I love that you, you basically stumbled into this hobby that totally fascinates me and geek, you know, we've geeked out about it, I think, for years. Like, well, I think one of my favorite memories with you was we were um, along the rivers of America that one night. And I was it Fantasmic we were talking about? Mm -hmm. That was Fantasmic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. We were talking about Fantasmic. We were looking at the, uh, specifically two maps that had the Mark Twain on it at night. Uh -huh. Which I just rode, by the way. I rode the Mark Twain at night because it was running. Good choice. Come on, you don't, you don't not do that. And I had actually written a postcard to someone, a vintage one, of the Mark Twain at night and had sent it to her and said, oh, I don't think I'm going to be able to ride this at night. I don't think they really run it at night anymore. And then I walked over and they were running it. And so I had to scratch that out and say, just kidding, I'm on that attraction right now. Have a good time. I mean, I started... I, I started buying postcards and didn't think I was going to do anything with them other than send them from the park, right? Fulfill their mission. Right. Uh, and I used to send uh, to a, a buddy of mine who I met through, through Instagram and through Disney. And the main point was to write a postcard and say, Hey, I'm here and you're not having fun at Disneyland. Ha ha. Classy. And I, and I would do this and it's, and it's funny because I, I recently stumbled across someone who said, Oh, we used to do that at the payphone 
when there were pay phones in Disneyland, we'd go to the pay phone to make a phone call. And oh, I think, that's yeah, it's easy to like post on Instagram or post on Facebook. Oh, I'm at Disneyland and everyone gets jealous. But when you write the postcard, there's intent. So you write True. the postcard. I'm at Disneyland. You're at, and I come to find out that he uh, has some medical issues and those postcards really brought him life because he was like, oh, it was really great to see wow. someone cleared up at me while I was at Disneyland. And, and I was like, no, that's not what this is about. This is about me being a jerk and saying I'm at Disneyland. You're not. But... <laughs> I, I, when I send postcards and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm here, I'll hear push world postcard day is October 1st. Send postcards. Everyone send postcards. It, it's an amazing thing. When I get, when I, I send I'll, this week, I'll send out 150 plus postcards or uh, cards or letters to people. And there will be two or three that will come, that someone will come back and say, I was having a lousy day. And then I opened the mail and there was your postcard changed my attitude. And, and it's awesome. And it feels great to do that. Uh, so world postcard day, October 1st, it's the second one that we've had. So it's the second world postcard day. This started last year. So who created it? Uh, there, so there's a group called uh, post crossing. It's an online, I would say low impact uh, pen pal. Yeah. So you, you pull a name, you write, you write a postcard to that person, send it out. And that's, that's what, that's the least you have to do. And then your name will get put in and someone will send you a postcard and there's no, I I don't have to send that person a postcard back. I just have to send the next person a postcard. And I just started doing it recently. Uh, I have friends that have been doing it for years. It's been around since the mid 2000s or uh, yeah, about 2005. Uh, they have postcards going across the world. So as, wow. at this point, we sent, I just started in April. I've sent or received a postcard from every continent except for Antarctica. We got to get fixed that. Got to fix that. I know, but it's on my list. That's, that's got to happen. So uh, you've collected, I'm going to guess, thousands of postcards through the years um, by yeah. this point. If you're sending out 150 just this weekend alone. Um, are there any that really stand out to you? through the years like uh, one that's more memorable or iconic or, or unique yes there are some that uh i would say would require the disney plus free description of oh something content back in the warning. day yeah content warning of things were okay and and now these things are not and so i have those postcards to the side maybe you know uh, sent from Disneyland Plus will come around and go <laughs> somewhere. Uh, I I have one uh, from the seventies about a divorce. That oh, um, there are some, and again, I won't get to the, the the details. But uh, when I'm looking up a postcard and I can't read the name, I I know that most of these postcards have come from someone who's died. Right, these okay. postcards. Are, are from people who got postcards and then those postcards either got put into a uh, an estate sale or someone just sent, sure. sold them to a postcard dealer. And so I'll use find a grave and I've come across some that I go, oh, this is really tragic that this person got this postcard and then died X number of months later. Oh. Or, or I've got a, I've got another one that was, it was a really sad story about the guy who received his son had died after returning from Vietnam and then and then uh, was a surfer and didn't make it back. And so like wow. those, those things really stand out. I don't talk about them on the podcast because they're deep. But, <laughs> yeah. 
and and I try to keep it light light on the podcast. But there's there's things that like if we if we want to talk about all of them, it's it's interesting to look at the life story. And again, the the nice thing about it, like what my friend had said, was breathing life back into these postcards. Yeah. These mm-hmm. postcards are essentially dead. So someone would use them as a scrapbook or uh, repurpose them as you know like. I don't know, a bookmark or would just kind of throw them away eventually. You know, this is giving those postcards, you know, one more, one more round, one more life. Yeah. I love that. Uh, it was interesting listening to you read these different postcards on the podcast too, because one, I was shocked at how short most of them seem to be like one or two sentences, especially it seemed like I could be making a guess, but it seemed like older ones were shorter. Is that accurate? Yeah, I would say that I'd have to look at it. There might be something there. There seems to be a peak in the fifties. It was, Hey everyone, we're doing fine. We got there. We'll be back on Thursday. Be sure to pick us up. Which I go, (laughs) the mail was faster than the airplane at that point, or they knew that they were going to be gone for an extra day. Uh, So there's those ones. And then you get into the sixties and seventies and I've got some that are actually uh, hand typed. And it was typed on a typewriter and huh. it goes it goes on for a while. I have some that you know have filled the entire postcard except for the address line, right. and and everything is filled out. Oh, the, the other ones that stand out to me every time I look at a postcard, and, and I, I I consider these people kings of town. When you could write like Mr. Daps, you know, Cal, uh, Anaheim, California, and it would get to you. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, there and there's places that I see, and I mentioned it when this, when I run across it in the podcast where I, I look at the town because I always look at the address to see if it still exists. So sure. I'll blank it out when I show the backside of the postcard. I'll look and I'll go, oh, this town has 50 people in it. So yeah, you could send it to, you know, totally. Bill, yeah, Bill, Bill Williamson at, you know, Random Town, Iowa, and it would get to him without <laughs> without anything else. That is so, very cool. Those, I, those are I always fun. I also wondered as I was listening to it, you you tend to say um, you was it you say you estimate they went to the park on this specific day. How do you do that? Okay, so I base most of that either on the postmark and assume that they went. If they don't mention it in the postcard, they said, "Oh, we're going to Disneyland Friday." Then I and then I go, "Okay, this was they went on Friday." I look at the postmark date. I pull up. I I was smart and bought this book way back when it was available. It's called Jason's Disneyland Almanac. Huh. And it, and it has every day Disneyland was open, park hours, the weather, and anything that might have happened special on that day. <laughs> Katie, are you okay? Here's the That's thing. It's amazing. So that book is now out of print because I wanted to buy a second one so I could highlight it as I go through. And I'm like, well, now I can't like... I can't touch it because I've got to keep this one pristine. Right. And so I have that as like my Bible to go through and say, okay, if they were, if it was June 27th and they said they went on Friday, well, Friday was June 23rd. So I, I, uh, I'll put okay. that in. Or if, if they don't say anything, I'll assume it was the day before. Uh, or if they, if the postmark is further away from Disneyland. So if it's in San Diego, or if the postmark is in, uh, uh, a lot of people would go from, Disneyland, either to Las Vegas, San Diego, or the Grand Canyon. So if it has one of those postmarks on it, I usually will give it an extra day if they don't okay. mention. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. There's a little bit of uh, deduction in there, I guess. A little figure your Sherlock out, and um, that's 
that is really cool. Um, you've also, I'm going to hit this just because um, the maps thing. Um, mm-hmm. This isn't exactly your podcast, but it could be another one, to be completely it, it, honest. It, it, it will be part of a podcast soon, but go ahead. Okay, good. We just broke news. Um, <laughs> breaking! <laughs> breaking news. Uh, so I'm assuming the maps kind of came along at the same time with the the postcards in the process of collecting is that fairly yeah, accurate yeah. At, at the vintage paper fairs the big things that were there were postcards all over the place some photos some tickets and then uh, then a lot of maps and so i started just buying maps when they were at the right price point don't go on yes. ebay and spend too much on a map but a good price point, I'll pick up a map. So I've got a handful of maps. I don't have every single year or every single season when it gets to the 70s, but I have a lot of the maps from 56 through mid-70s, early 80s. Wow. And, I mean, we, we're going to have one up on the wall here fairly soon, I think, as soon as we finish getting it framed. But um, but from you, so you'll, you'll be on Geek's Corner every week then. But... Uh, <laughs> but... Um, do you have a favorite map that you've collected through the last few years? And why is it okay. DCA 1.0? <laughs> I do like the DCA 1.0 map. The, the DCA 1.0 fun map is fun. Or the, the other one, the one that is in the fun map, the opening day map, that one's a lot of fun as well. Mm-hmm. There, I should have taken advantage of it, but I, my favorite map is the 58 map. Huh. I, because it's right before the Bannerhorn, it's right before the monorail, it's right before e-tickets, it's right before sense. the were added. And one time I was in the park and there was an old man sitting on a bench taking photos of stuff. I'm like, what is, who is this old man? He looks familiar. And it's Bob Frigginger. Oh my gosh. Bench. And I had I took a picture of him holding my map and I didn't even think of having him sign that map. I should have had him sign the map, but the 58 map is, is one of my favorites. I have two copies of it uh, because it's, it's, it's different from all the other maps. And I'm sad that the map book that came out was great, but it, it, I wanted like every map in there. I wanted, there, there's an awesome thing between the, six, the 1960 map and the 1961 map. And that was the addition of the Disneyland monorail Disneyland hotel stops was added. Oh, okay. Everything about the map is identical except for the extra loop that goes over there. And so like there, there's details about the map that I go like, why, why didn't you put it in this book? This is really interesting detail about like these two maps that look identical. And then the 62, 63 and 64 map were almost identical all the way through except for color. But like that, that little detail would be fascinating for people to learn about. Oh, no kidding. Do you suppose um, it was missed in the book mainly because people just don't know about it like you do? I think it was missed in the book because they wanted to highlight all the maps of all the parks everywhere. Okay. So at some point, I think it was just kind of a, well, we want to show these maps. So we, we're going to, they, they show the 57 map in there and they show the opening day map, of course. And then they showed the additions to, and Katie, they showed DCA 1.0, but then the additions to DCA. I was that happened. Yeah, they they showed Bugsland being added and all that kind of stuff, which is great and it's interesting. But like, give me a Disneyland book. Yeah, one of my one of my favorite books, and it's hard to come by. And any any, I finally got one, and they range for a, about two hundred. I got it for two hundred dollars, but up to four hundred or five hundred dollars, and that's the Nickel Tour, and it's just Disneyland postcards all the way through. 
So and you should get your own Disneyland postcard book someday. I, I hope I hope so. I think someone's working on it. I'm sure one of the Disney authors is working on a postcard book at some point. Let's hope. But I think that Disney author should be you. I agree. We'll see what yeah, happens. Then, that that, that postcard cool. book is exhaustive. It's got everything in it. I mean, there's a couple of postcards I brought with me to uh, this trip. I didn't get a photo and postcard, but I wanted to, of lenticular postcards of Main Street, the castle, and the Mark Twain. And they're wild. I can put a hand. <laughs> Hang on. Leaning over. I'm trying not to drop everything. So this That's is the one. <gasps> wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's hard to see it. The lenticular uh, part about it is very subtle. But it's it's in three dimensions. Wow, that expect, is super cool. I expect people wearing that at the uh, Disneyland Christmas parties. Right. Well, that that's the direction I was thinking of going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Dapper Day. That, that's, that's Dapper Day. Uh, wow, that that is insane, and. Uh, so if people want to hear your podcast, find you, whatever it is, where should they go? A couple places, Spotify, iTunes, all the podcasters that are out there. If I'm not there, let me know. I'll add myself. It's, it's a little bit of a challenge depending on the, pod, on the podcast um, app, but I've added myself just about to everywhere. I'm on Instagram, obviously, at Sent from Disneyland. Uh, Twitter doesn't allow such a large handle, so I'm just at Sent from Disney. I'm on uh, Patreon at Sent from Disney, uh, at Sent from Disneyland. Website to come soon. Good. I got a lot of requests recently for um, a map of the park and where the mailboxes currently are. I think that's a brilliant idea. So that that thing, things that are coming. One is that. Two is Katie. You mentioned the maps and, and breaking news. One of the cool things about maps is the the ephemeral portion of it. And so I have maps that actually have check marks next to attractions that people went on. So at some point, I'm going to do a kind of travelogue of where did these people go, what did they ride, and I have one of them that says skip it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Wasn't that fun? Didn't want to do it. So going through those. Are we at Geek Square Plus? We're on Geek Square Plus. Geek's Corner Plus. I was waiting for like that grand reveal for you because I wanted you to be on Geek Corner Plus. Um, I'm on Geek Corner Plus now. It's an honor. But that, that'll, that'll be a podcast coming up at some point. Um, you know, lots of stuff. I mean, I do two postcards a week and I try to do the, the obscure things, the, the swimsuit store, the, you know, I haven't done the, the Wizard of Frost yet, but that'll be one at some point. I think I feel everyone covers that one so much that like covering something smaller is awesome or learning something. That's the one thing I never thought I'd do with the podcast, which was learn more than I knew about Disneyland or Walt. Yeah. And that, that, you know, you can pick up a new book and it may have a new fact, but like to learn something like go, Oh, I, I never knew that. And it was, and it's right here this entire time. was just pretty wild. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. And it's a great podcast to listen to. I've been listening to it in the car the last couple of days um, to get ready for you being here. So I wasn't completely, uh, I, um, you know, I listened to it a while ago and then, you know, I didn't for a while. Now I am again. So, uh, but it's eight minutes usually. So it's fantastic. Like it's, it's, I think I can listen to like, well, 
I, it depends on how many I can listen to like five on the way home sometimes. <laughs> but it's it really is interesting. Like I the one I listened to or one of the ones I listened to today was uh, talking about Jungle Cruise. And um, and I thought that was a really fun thing to get the perspectives uh, from different people and, and then hear you talking about the history of Jungle Cruise. And I think you you must have released this before they had reopened the attraction. Is that correct? Yeah. I, I, I did two Jungle Cruise episodes. I did one recently and did one before they reopened. And yeah, yeah every, everyone calm down. Jungle Cruise has changed. Yeah. What? I know, but I loved how you handled it. It was it was wonderful. And I loved that what you spoke about was completely relevant today, even though you were talking about things that had happened before the most recent change, because they were upcoming at the time, I think. And uh, that, and I loved how you went back to, well, this is why it was changing when this person went to it and they couldn't go on the Jungle Cruise because they were changing it. And and yeah. I, I love just like, oh, we're going back to, was it 64 in that episode, if I remember? Yeah, something, something, there was a couple of changes. It was it was really the, the Mark Davis change. Yeah. It was adding the comedy change. And, you know, I, I, they talk about it on, on Disney Plus's behind yeah. the attraction, but... There's been other changes. They added a tree called, you know, well now Tarzan's Treehouse, but that that changed it. Pirates changed it. And yep. everything's been changed. I went on the new one for the first time this trip. Uh, it was different. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. Did you love it? I, I wouldn't say I loved it. I, I go, yeah, this is also funny. Mm-hmm. These jokes are also funny. And guess what? These, these will last for now, and then something will change. Yep. Yep. Totally well. We'll get, we'll get Jungle Cruise Plus. Jungle Cruise Plus! Can't, can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being on tonight, Clocky. It has been an absolute pleasure. But Geeks Corner Plus has has reached its I don't know what we reached, but Zenith. Uh, they, we were whoa, we were tracking on that one. That was that was uh, great. We do not share revenue from Geeks Corner Plus, though. So that's fine. Go to Send from Disneyland Plus. <laughs> yeah exactly head on over there check out the patreon and, and become and he also you met you thank every patreon member don't you i do i do it's fun and it's it's fun the organic ones i've got i've received and on top of the people that i know that have been patrons and it's it's too much fun i i, I would say this patronage almost guarantees a postcard every time i'm at the park uh, I, I 150, 20 of them are always going to be patrons and the rest are going to be close friends, people who interact. And, uh, and I probably, the only reason Katie goes to the mailbox for the, the PO box for Geek's Corner is a postcard every couple months. That is 100% so. true. That's, that, that is fairly true. Uh, 100% yes. true. Uh, but, uh, yeah, thank you. So a couple of days. <laughs> There we go. I was gonna. I was gonna log before we head off to Florida. Um, all right. Well, Katie, what should people do as we wrap up this show? Go to napsmagic.com. Check out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. I don't know that we have any news about postcards. We could change that. You never know. Uh, subscribe to our mailing list. You don't miss any of it. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have a ton of videos going up from the past. And in the future, we will also have even more videos going up as quickly as we can get through them and our computers don't break. Uh, So you won't want to miss any of those as we cover the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary with videos, Harmonious Disney Enchantment, and so much more. You won't want to miss any of it. But that is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner. Bye. Bye.